I'm gonna go get Mindy. Oh, she's okay. I started playing down the street. That's what I like. Graboid. That's it. Graboid. Jesus, Walter. We're gonna be sorry you don't give it a name. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode, I don't know because I'm not there on my script, it's episode <laughs> 130 something, 137. Today we are talking about Tremors. I am Sean Orrid, and joining me tonight is Andrew Calculator Watch for the Wind Jimison. Well, howdy, y'all. <laughs> there it is. Very good. Um, <laughs> we hope Cornelius, can you fly, sucker, Logan, will join us tonight. He, uh, again, has late practice, so we will um, uh, hope he shows up. Uh, if not, yeah. well, then we will miss him. And Sam always finds the ass end vector. I can't believe I said no to beer to do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, to free beer. Oh, sorry, to free beer yeah, to do this. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm sorry, pal. Uh, <laughs> but you are contractually obligated to uh, to do this. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch. You well, gotta, gotta have. We beer. are we are uh, really the best at taking care of the garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it is. Oh well, Wednesday. No, Monday was garbage day. So it's yeah. it's garbage day tomorrow for me. So um, yeah, it's yeah, just a Wednesday here. Um, cool. Well, that's it. That's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's pull up a comfy chair and dive in to uh, this movie. Just make sure the chair is not on the ground. It has to be on the roof or in a thirty-ton uh, cat bulldozer. Otherwise, <laughs> you will get uh, graboid, graboided, graboided. I don't know. Graboided. Grab, grabide. Grab know. eight. Grab eight. Well, yeah. Uh, grab sucked under and pulled and yeah. Yeah. Isn't uh, a graboid? Isn't, isn't there one running for president? <laughs> <laughs> he he does have uh, kind of an orangish hue. Yeah. Like the blood of these things. Those kind of orangish, uh, gooish kind of whatever. True. Um, I'm pretty sure he might be subterranean as well. So, oh yes, um, lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. you know who he reminds me of? Just this is off topic. Uh, uh, what's his name from um, the Mario Brothers movie? Oh God, uh, King Koopa, King Koopa. Oh, yeah. King Koopa. <laughs> <laughs> same. Well, not the same strange hair, but strange hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, God complex. Yeah, says a lot of weird <laughs> things. People are kind of scared of him. Um, yeah. I don't think he's descendant from a T-Rex, though, but... Um, oh. Uh, he does have little hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I did not mean for this podcast to turn into any kind of political, political whatever. Political, yeah, I love but, it. But uh, 
in the in the span of a minute and a half, we have somehow compared Donald Trump to a graboid, a T Rex, and something else. Uh, a rat mole people. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> very good. This is a fine episode. Um, <laughs> and for those started of you, out on the wrong foot. And for those, of you, you know what? No, I, Eventually, you're getting in step here. Yeah, yeah. I would say for those of you listening and uh, listening, um, obviously you're listening somewhere. I wouldn't say at home, but somewhere. Um, uh, our our our. Um, actually, I was going to do that that dumb kind of like the views and reflections of the. But no, that's actually how we feel. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, the reviews, the views and opinions, <laughs> um, directly reflect cheap seat reviews and its uh, constituents. Um, but Hillary sucks too, so we're screwed either way. Um, you right. Uh, there you go. So uh, that's the political uh, advice from cheap seat. No, I'm just teasing. Um, on on to the show. Uh, Two thousand no nineteen nineties tremors, uh, starring your Kevin Bacon and your Fred Ward and. A bunch of other people I've never heard of. Uh, well, except for Reba McIntyre. Well, um, no, Millie. We've seen Millie before. That's true. We did have a Jurassic Park um, connection with... And that is the first time I have realized that after seeing this movie so many freaking times. Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. All of a sudden I was like, wait a second, she looks familiar. Right. <laughs> Could it be? Yeah. Yeah? I kind of feel bad for her. I mean, she's, she's obviously not um, acted... Actually, that's not true. She's oh my gosh, she came back for the third Tremors movie. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess that Jurassic Park money probably keeps keeps her going for a while. But sure, I thought she turned into like an artist or something. Uh, like she she went away from from acting to become an artist. Uh, or she just her, she just uh, loved the Tremors family so much. Oh my you know? gosh, so, maybe she just missed the pogo stick. Okay, so who plays with pogo sticks anymore? I don't know. Did we? We didn't even play with them in the '90s. Come on. It's funny. We actually had one at Carowinds, and, and Corny, if he ever shows up, will attest to it. But it was like the mega ultra one. I mean, you could get like five or six feet off the ground with this thing. It was terrifying. <laughs> um, uh, according to her bio, she was born September 11th, 1979. Whether she's working on a busy, noisy soundstage or quietly painting in her studio, one thing is certain. Ariana Richards is one of the most accomplished young artists of her generation. I don't know. I, I hate uh, that stuff. Just, accomplished? Yeah. She, she's, she's had some good... She did, she did Jurassic Park. I'll give her that. Yeah, she was in but five minutes of, of Lost, I mean, or Lost World. Since filming Jurassic Park in 93, Ariana completed a BS degree from Skidmore College... What? That's what it's called? Skidmore? That doesn't yeah, that's why it's also called a BS they're ca degree. They're called the brown streaks. I mean, <laughs> Skidmore College in New York? Why would you go there? <laughs> Dr. Skidmore, are you sure you They have to have a skid row. They uh, have to have a skid row somewhere there. Okay, I'm Googling this stuff now. Like, Yeah. Oh, crap. What like the hell is like I just a, a set of apartments that they just, you know, that welcome to skid row. Okay. That would be awesome. Good more. Do you think freshmen are required to wear whitey tatties? <laughs> Skidmore.edu. My gosh, this is real. Beetle. What? Beetlejuice? No. Jewish tradition and modern art. Yes means yes. Romantic classics. What? What? I don't know. About Skidmore. <laughs> We're, they're going to get so many more hits on their website because of us. 
<laughs> Enrollment uh, has peaked. Yeah, to 12. Um, <laughs> founded more than a century ago and located in Saratoga Springs, New York, on a beautiful 890-acre campus, Skidmore is a highly regarded liberal arts college known for its creative approaches to just about everything. The college core beliefs, creative thought matters. And Unless it differs from yours. Uh, there's about 2,400 students there. Okay. All right. I'm done with that one. Skidmore. <laughs> That's so dumb. I'm sorry if you go there and that's your favorite, fondest memory is that place, but Aww. that's a dumb name. Um, Someone may, might think, you know, Appalachian would be a bad bad name. Well, maybe. But that's why it's called yeah. Appalachian. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, crap. Real proud. No, that's that's the start of Freedom's Automotor. <laughs> okay. What's the, what's the one up at App? It's, uh, it doesn't matter. No cares. Cherished vision of the Southland. Um. Anyway, so Trimmers, 1990s Trimmers. Um. So Ooh. they've got all those people in it. What? Trimmers. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Not Jurassic Park. I forgot or, what we were doing. Or even I this uh, was a documentary on Parkinson's. <laughs> what? Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. Had any of you? I mean, I know Sam. You just admitted that you've seen this movie before. Uh, Andrew, have you seen this movie before? I thought that I had seen part of it when I was younger, but I think that maybe I saw part of the second one because okay, nothing back. looked familiar. Like the ones that walk? <laughs> so is that other the, than... Is that, you the, saw the ones where they're walking around? Yeah. 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 Is that second or the third? This, that's the second one. and then the, th the third one they can fly, isn't it? Yeah, but apparently there's also a fifth one, and I don't know anything about the fifth one. I don't know either. It must have been like a... Direct to Sci-Fi Channel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, Trimmers in space. Yeah. Okay. So Trimmers, three, back to perfection. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, where's the thing about him? Um, and wasn't it they could they could see heat? Yeah, yeah, Was yeah. That the second one? Yeah. They so their offspring heat? Shriekers introduced in the second movie. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm trying to find, but like the each third stage evolution yeah. had a new thing that they could do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the third one, I think they could fly. I'm still looking. It was fire. It was some yeah. weird thing, if I remember right. And then the fourth one, the guy, what? The legend. What's it says? The legend begins. It's the prequel to Tremors. This movie tells us about the founders of Rejection Valley. Okay, and how perfection. they? Yeah, but this one's called rejection. So maybe they changed it to perfection because <laughs> rejection valley sound like <laughs> no one's ever going to come here. And how they defended against the dirt dragons. They call them dirt dragons. Um. All right. Weird. Oh my gosh! No way. The dir way. the director of that one. Okay, he did Trimmers two Spielberg. and Trimmers four, but. Kubrick. As, as a writer, shut up. As a writer, <laughs> um, he did Tremors the TV series, which I didn't know was a thing. But yeah. he also wrote the screenplay to Wild Wild West. Oh, well, that explains mm. a lot. But something that caught my eye, and I'm actually really interested. Apparently, they're making another short circuit movie. Yeah. Ooh. And he's writing it. 
I reckon I like a short uh, Johnny Five. Yeah, right? number five, one of the group, one of a group of experimental military robots undergoes a sudden transformation after being struck by lightning. He develops self-awareness. Yeah, we know the we know the uh, what. Um, he develops self-awareness, consciousness, and a fear of the reprogramming that awaits him back at the factory. With the help of a troubled young boy, number five tries to evade capture and convince his creator that he truly has become alive. That's all it says. Huh. Cool. I hope it has a laser cannon on his shoulder like the other one did. And then, so <laughs> then there's the fifth one, right? Uh, so then there's Trimmers uh, 5. got to find it. Um the the logo doesn't make much sense the the poster okay trim trimmers five bloodlines because there's like a oh never mind there's a what 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 did I see doesn't matter uh it's got Macaulay Culkin Michael Gross is still in it Bert is still in it God he's making a career off of these now, movies I do know Bert was in the TV show well he's been in every one except the second one. Yeah. Uh, so this one is the giant man-eating graboids are back and even deadlier than before, terrorizing the inhabitants of a South African wildlife reserve as they attack from below and above. So mm. they can, I guess, apparently they can go underground so far that they can cross the uh, the Atlantic Ocean. Atlantic. That came out this last year. Interesting. Yeah, PG-13. Wow. Um what was the rating on this one? They're a PG-13. Was it PG-13? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess. It, I mean, he did say the F word once, I think. He said it twice, and I only know that because it's twice. in the trivia. But, yeah. Oh, okay. He, he said it twice. Um, mother humpers. Yeah. Well, there, there's some trivia about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, we haven't done our intros um, for for each of us. Um and partly because I'm kind of stalling for Corny, which I don't know if he's going to join us tonight or not. But that's okay. Uh, Andrew, your kind of uh, intro on this, sir. You want to know what this movie's about? Oh, please, because that would make uh, people who have not seen this movie help them out tremendously. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Okay. I'm going to tell you All right, about. here we go. Yeah. All right. Can't wait. Natives. Yes, let's try that word again. That is natives. <laughs> natives. <laughs> Those are people that live in a certain location. Natives of a small, isolated town defend themselves against strange underground creatures, which are killing them one by one. Natives, huh? Natives. Yeah. Interesting. Indigenous peoples. Even though it's not true, but whatever. No, it's not really. Because, like, the (laughs) doctor, like, he just moved there or something because they were building a house. So, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> I think, and why you would want to move there? I just ugh. well, Ooh. like you said, it's geographically isolated. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Anyway, maybe you like dirt. <laughs> I like dirt. <laughs> uh, so, Andrew, your kind of initial thoughts, sir? Okay. Well, like I said, I thought that I had seen this, but I had not. So, viewing it for the first time, there were moments that I enjoyed what was going on, and then there were moments that I was kind of taken back by either poor writing or poor (laughs) acting or poor puppetry. Um, There were, I mean, but there were moments that were good. (laughs) 
so I, I enjoyed some of the the comedy writing, but some of the which I didn't really see this as a horror film, but some of the horror dialogue or more dramatic dialogue I thought was either overacted and dumb or underacted and dumb. Uh, So those are my issues with the movie. But I did enjoy it for a one-time watch. I probably won't watch it again, but it wasn't too bad. Okay. Uh, Sam? I watch this quite a bit. Every time it's on, um, I'll pretty much swing over to it. It's stupid. In almost every way, it's a dumb movie. But it's one of those movies that just kind of, for some reason, uh, I don't know, I really enjoy watching this thing. Um, I I enjoy the banter between the two idiots, the two uh, Mm -hmm. uh, day laborers yeah. i guess they would be tucker and dale um, yeah and then you know all the different characters in town um but especially especially reba mcintyre and what's his name bert, um, bert 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 cracks me up and there's a reason why he keeps popping up and hey, all the, uh, <laughs> the, the subsequent um tremors movies <laughs> you know he he plays that character so well and uh you know, when, when the little graboid or little, when the graboid attacks their basement, that just, I laugh out loud every single time. Um, cause I know people like Bert and, and th- that would, something like this would be right up their alley and, and they would, they'd live for this kind of thing. Um, I've seen this movie tons of times and this is the first, there, there was one problem with this movie. I finally, that got to me this time and that was the bulldozer. Yeah, and the decommissioning of the bulldozer by the graboids, mm-hmm. they they could have backed out of it. Oh yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind that they could have either reversed it and got out, or used the bucket to kind of push down and then kind of back out as they go. I, I, that made me upset this time. That you know. Not to mention, I saw the uh, the wire on the lawnmower for the first time too. This time, <laughs> um, that they were pulling the the lawnmower, and I guess maybe because we were watching on Amazon, mm-hmm. if you hover over, it'll give mm-hmm. you all these trivia's and goofs and all sorts of neat stuff yeah. um, over the movie. I actually really liked that, and uh, it was kind of fun to see that kind of thing. But um, I like this movie, but it's I mean, Lord knows this isn't a, a Schindler's List or or you know some. I, lo- I love how you always do that. You always compare like really, really movies that we all know are terrible to great yeah. works of art. <laughs> yeah, this is not art. This is this. If you you know if Schindler's List is Mona Lisa, this would be a Velvet Elvis, right? <laughs> and, and to some people, you're giving Velvet they Elvis, would hang though. a Velvet Elvis in their in their house, right? I, I think you're giving this um, almost too much credit. Yeah. Yeah, and I uh, just. I might not hang it in my living room, but in a, a location that would get laughs, I, I would do that. So <laughs> I kind of enjoy it. I like the I like the bathroom. It. Yeah, in the bathroom, absolutely. How about you, Sean? Oh, this is fun. This is just pure fun. It's it's not <laughs> scary. It's fun. Like the the gross scenes aren't all that gross, and there's a couple little jump scares, but 
I mean, I've seen this movie a handful of times. I don't know. Maybe you know they're coming. Yeah, maybe two or three times. I don't know. Um, uh, I the bulldozer part. I didn't really. I mean, I I knew it was coming, but it didn't bother me just because I knew they had to create peril some other way. Yeah, and I'm not sure how you create peril with a 30 ton dump bulldozer. <laughs> like, I mean, the only thing I could have thought of is that if like the hole would have been so. Like if they could have uh, maybe dug a trench to like on half of it, right, and maybe flipped it over. That's yeah. I would have. I would. I would. But okay they probably that. couldn't afford to do that. You know, to yeah. flip the, it over. The owner of the bulldozer was like, uh, "No." Yeah, because we don't have no. any. You don't. You don't have a thirty-ton winch or whatever to flip back, right? Exactly. Because um, <laughs> everything in this movie was cheap. Oh yeah, it was. It was a super low-budget movie. Um, yep. Uh, and that's fine. So. Um, except for one thing. What? Uh, I was impressed on the roof in terms of having the, the, the entire building look like it's about to collapse. All wobbly and wiggly and whatever. All wobbly. Yeah. yeah and while, yeah, I was like, wow, they actually had to, you know, that took some effort there. That that's not just, you know, a ramshackle, you know, throw a trailer out there. It, that was I, well done. I liked um, underground vision. Vision. <laughs> I thought that was actually kind of cool when it when the camera went underground and then was burrowing through the rocks. I'm like, that's actually kind of cool. I thought that was pretty neat. So who did it better, Tremors or the Core? Honestly, I don't think Tremors did a better Tremors job. Tremors did. Well, because <laughs> Tremors had, for what it's worth, they had an 11 million dollar budget. Core was like an eighty million dollar budget. You know what I'm wow, saying? Yeah. And, and I think this is a better movie than the core. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. And, and the core yeah, has got fine, I mean, really, really good actors when Aaron Eckhart and I mean, there's like like five Oscars on that little tube <laughs> going to the center of the earth. You know, you've got um Hillary Swank, Bruce Greenwood, um, and uh, who's the guy that we like? The only but good part from Transformers Four, um, God, Stanley was... Tucci. T.J. Miller. No, no. Well, okay. Oh. The only other good part of that movie, uh, <laughs> Stanley Tucci. Like Stanley Tucci. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got Oscar-worthy movie moments, and I would rather watch this Tremors movie uh, <laughs> because it's you know like it's silly and and like they're having fun. You know, like you can tell. It just it just seems like a lot of fun, and the one liners are fantastic. And <laughs> did you capture a few? I hope uh, I captured nine. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Uh, yeah, I have nine <laughs> clips from this movie. So plus the intro. So um, I I just I, I don't know what else to say about this movie other than it's I mean yeah it's a bad movie but you know you can have fun with it and that's 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 what it, that's what it's all about right so like. <laughs> Um, like this, this is the, de this movie is the definition of what you would call cult classic because yeah. I'd put this up there, believe it or not, I put this up there with evil dead. Um, yeah, actually I would too, with, with as far yep. as the following behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, because I, I threw out on Twitter, um, like, Hey, I took a, I took a screenshot of the gun wall that Bert has in his basement <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I, I I got a response like, oh, Tremors is one of my favorite movies. And in the trivia, I saw something like this is some random actor's favorite movie growing up. Like this movie is oddly beloved by a lot of people. 
Yeah, um, I you know I did the same thing on Facebook, where I said you know Tremors is one of the best B rate you know B horror movies ever, and I had people I would never ever think would would like something like this be like oh it's my favorite too right it's just wild to me yeah wild yeah I now in my personal I, I would rather personally Army of Darkness is probably my favorite in that kind of category. Like, yeah, I'd kind of yeah, yeah I'd give probably, that probably to you. By, I, well, I, I'd take that that card too. Yeah, probably by far, actually, uh, probably a, a good amount. I just, for whatever reason, I when that when I saw that movie for the first time, like my junior or senior year in high school, I fell in love with that everything about that movie and um, <laughs> Bruce Campbell and all that stuff. So, um, it, which made me grumpy that they didn't cast Bruce Campbell as Dark Man still, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, been, yeah, it would have been fantastic. I mean, Liam Neeson is awesome, but I think he was miscast. Um, I think Bruce Bruce Campbell would have had a different layer of just wonderful. Now, imagine, imagine if the director of Evil Dead did this. Did did Sam Raimi did? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Nineteen ninety. Well, yeah. I mean, this is yeah. right around um, Dark Man time, actually. I think Darkman actually did come out in 1990. Now I think about it, because he wanted to do Batman and got passed over for Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would have been cool. I'd have been down with that. Yeah. Um, there would have been a lot more camera zoomings towards uh, <laughs> <laughs> more more click, uh, not click, uh, flash edits. Yeah, those quick, boom, those quick. Boom, boom. I yep. love it when he does that stuff, though. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know why I've said that word like seventeen times tonight. It's weird. Anyway, because um, it's fantastic. It really is. It really is. Uh, so, what was I going to talk about? Oh, um, one of the things that I like about this movie um, is the fact that, other than the annoying whiny teenager kid, which why was he there? Who did he belong to? Like. I don't think he belonged to anybody. Like, was he oh, just pizza a, face? Yeah, like, was he just some 16-year-old that just exists there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone Where was kept, his parents? Yeah, like, everyone kept threatening to kill him. And, like, shouldn't his parents have said, all right, I'm, you know, you know I'll, I'll take care of that. I'm sorry, or whatever. Like, you know, like, who, who did he belong to? Anyway. I mean, he's kind of a trope in a sense that every town has, or, well, every community or every group of friends has that one guy that yeah you know but at the same time he has no backstory at all we have no clue where he is or where he is right where he's come from well i mean in fairness really the only people actually the only people that really have backstory is kevin bacon a little bit and the and the grad assistant and the only backstory is yeah she's in college you know what i'm saying like yeah. we don't know she's how way too old to be in college well, she's a grad student, you know, she was, oh, um, okay. but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and the only, only backstory you get on Kevin Bacon is that he had a girl that he had a thing for and then didn't work or something. Like, that's all we know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we know nothing about any of these other people. I mean, we know that Mr. Wong is, is a, you know, a, a you know, a, a sneaky little dealer or whatever. And yeah. the kid is annoying. Right. And then the little girl likes the pogo. And the mom is a mom, right? She's just typical mom. Um, and what else? You got Bert and his wife are preppers. And uh, who else was the, you know, the, the guy that got sucked under and screamed under the ground, which was kind of a cool effect. 
Uh, yeah. I don't even know who his name was. He was the guy who was like, I'm going to get my chainsaw or something like that. Other than that. <laughs> was like, he the guy in the tire? Yeah, yeah. He was the guy in the tire. The okay. guy sucked through the tire. It was pretty great, actually. Like, that's the whole crew, right? That's the whole town, basically. So, yeah. like, um, I, but you're right, Andrew. Still, I still would like to have known, like, who was that kid? Like, did he work for Mr. Wong? Like, eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is that those Graboids, they actually kind of looked pretty cool. Yeah. As far as rubber worm things go that travel underground with. <laughs> they kind of reminded me of the shrimp from the Muppets. Okay. Yeah, some, or or Beaker yeah. from the Muppets, you know? Yeah. Um, What did they remind me of? Um, They kind of reminded me of, like... The worm version of the insects from uh, from uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Uh, like the yeah, mouths okay. were kind of similar. Like Starship Trooper, the bugs like sent those to Earth to start the invasion 300 years early. Yeah. Yeah. Act actually, Tremors is the prequel to Starship Troopers. There. We just made this. There you go. We should we, we should just, put, we just made a backstory. We did. We should put that on the internet somehow and be like, "Hey, look at this crazy theory we have." <laughs> I think that's fantastic. I'm gonna. I'm, I don't know how we can do it. I guess Tumblr would be a good place. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of bad about that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, technology. Yeah, I'm I'm barely able to even put a podcast up. So, um. Though it's kind of interesting, so I'm at a new university now, right? So I have a whole new group of people I can harass about my podcast. And uh, one of my students was like, hey, how do I find your website? So he's like, he's going to check us out and whatever. I'm like, hey, I, you, know, you don't have to, but that's cool. And then somebody, one of the other ladies I was working with, she said something about, oh, yeah, that's right. You do a podcast, don't you? And I said, yeah. And she's like, I don't even know what that is or means and i'm like <laughs> i'm like well that's okay i mean that, that's fine and she says i think i'm gonna check you out and i made a face and she's like oh you don't think i'll under, I'll, I'll get all your nerd stuff and i said no i just i feel bad that it, if the first time you're gonna listen to a podcast it's gonna be ours <laughs> <laughs> so you should listen to a good one first and she laughed so anyway yeah well i, I don't know if you set your bar low that's true yeah. You know, you start off with us, and you're very disappointed when you get to the good stuff. Yeah. You can only go up. You can only go yeah. up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, you guys are pretty good. And then you get to a real show. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's oh what yeah. Never mind. Be like, like with production, <laughs> good microphones, <laughs> things like that. Um, that's fine. Um, uh, cool effect of the jackhammer going through the road. So, like, the practical effect in this movie, because, again, I mean, honestly, the only quote-unquote computer animated, I think, was probably Earth Vision, right? Earth Tunnel well, Vision. I, but... I, I, I'm pretty sure the hole in the cliff was computer animated. Yeah, yeah maybe. At the very end. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even sure it was computer. It might have just been, um, and the word just escaped me, like when you composite, right? Composite, yeah. Like they did a miniature, and then they composited over... Because when Kevin Bacon was up on that hill, jumping up and down, screaming, can you fly, sucker? It, it looked kind of funny. He looked kind of bendy. Um, I, I will say, boy, those things fall apart pretty easily for being able to go under the earth. Yeah. Yeah, they, you did, know? they did seem oddly fragile. It, it, <laughs> they kind of reminded me of uh, those grub worms that you see and you like step on them and the 
goo comes out all over the place. Yes, exactly. Yeah, those are gross. Um, <laughs> we get like an invasion of those at the college. Yeah. Like literally everywhere. And I'm surprised birds aren't like, like just falling over themselves to get them. Well, but, yeah. Or uh, bell, bear grills. Or bear grills, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I don't know why that made me laugh, but it did. Um, we, we had those in our yard and someone was like, the, how you get rid of them is to not put the June bug catchers out in your yard because, cause that's what those are, right? They're just the, the babies of June, June bugs. June bugs? Really? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they, they, they go and then they, you know, do their thing and then the June bugs. So you, uh, in order to get rid of them, cause that's what. So when you have June bugs in your yard, people put catchers in there, right? Well, they attract June bugs, which is why there's always June bugs around them. So what we did was, other than we obviously put the pesticide in the ground. Um, this is making for a great podcast, by the way. But then we put our bird feeder in the front yard for that very reason. So like the birds would come and then eat the bird seed and then see all these little bugs all over the ground and then eat the bugs. So anyway, oh. no one cares. Um, yeah. Thank you, uh, Gardner Allred. Yeah, you're <laughs> Um, actually, here's so funny. I, I just realized this. Uh, so I'm looking at my notes uh, from the show and on the, like my third note, fourth note, I wrote, ah, the old camera is the evil thing trick. Did Sam Raimi invent that? That's a good question. So how funny and is my, it that we've already. And, and my question is, why are we seeing this from above the dirt? Yeah. If anything, it should be some sort of like sonar type looking thing that is kind of being protruded out. That, right. might, that might have been hard. <laughs> I know what you mean, but like what my brain pictured was like the earth moves, like when Bugs Bunny travels under the earth and then a periscope came up. Like <laughs> a little periscope and you hear the yeah, bong, yeah. Bong, like a submarine. Yeah. Uh, probably again, low budget. Like they probably didn't have a way to do that. Yeah. And I'm okay with what they did. I'm okay with that because like it gave a couple of moments of of uh anticipation like when they're going it's reaching for a foot, the camera's reaching for a foot just as it goes into the truck and um it built some tension. I was fine with it. Um I just think that's kind of funny. I don't know if <clears throat> excuse me, if people did it before Sam Raimi, but he's certainly the one that I remember the most. Um there's always one jackass in these movies. Yeah, that's that kid I'm talking about. Yep. Um, good thing that uh, viaduct, concrete viaduct, so we'll call that what? Viaduct ex machina. Um, <laughs> why do people... Okay, this bothers me. People in um, movies drop guns he, as soon as they're out of ammo. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Like, they're on horseback, right? And they give, uh, give him a shotgun, and he's got the pistol. And then the horse, you know... And she even gives him that really good gun, which he never used, and yeah. which was annoying. The I one wish, that she explained very annoyingly. Yeah, she was like, oh, it's a such and such, such and such with a modified ba ba da derp And then, like, <laughs> it would have been funny if she would have asked about it later. Hey, you still got my such and such? No, Graboid ate it. You know, she yelled at him or something. I think that would have been kind of funny. Um, but, like, they fire a couple shots into the ground, and then he just drops it. Like, wait. That might come in handy later, you know. Like, yeah. it's not really slowing you down. Like, why do you have to throw it down? Maybe, maybe later on you'll find some bullets. I mean, not like you know, like Goldeneye style where you find ammo crate. But you know what I'm saying, like, 
maybe maybe you can use that as a as a melee weapon or something. I just I don't know why Act, they do it all the time. I don't know why. And maybe movie directors force actors to do it to create more peril, but it's just a dumb trope. I don't know why. I just, I just don't like it. Well, <laughs> and coming from a poor teacher's aspect, that's an expensive weapon. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> unless I'm literally afraid I'm going to die, I, I'm going to pick it up and take it with me. Right. Yeah. I mean, it can't be slowing you down that much, right? I mean, maybe if nothing else, you can do the Superman thing where you shoot Superman and he bullets bounce off and then you throw the gun and he ducks. That was always funny. Um, <laughs> the elephant gun that oh Van Pelt God. is carrying around, that one might weigh you down Van a little bit. Pelt. <laughs> nice oh, reference. Oh, man, Jumanji reference. That's fantastic. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, that, that, that gun was uh, monstrous. And, um, yeah. I kind of feel, I mean, I know they actually fired blanks, but for some reason I feel like that would have more kick than it did. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've fired shotguns before, not nearly as big as that. And I mean, it don't, the first time I did it, it almost leveled me because I wasn't quite prepared for it. But um, not an eight gauge slug. No. Did they, no. Did they uh, purposely do that to you, though? Did they put like buckshot in when you thought you were doing? Uh, no, it was buckshot. You know, but it bird was, shot. No, it was 12, 12 gauge buck. But I knew and I knew it was happening, but they didn't tell me like like I kind of knew how to stand. Yeah, but I didn't. The the thing that did me that did me in was that um, this was my brother and father in law, and they they did this on purpose because they're assholes, but um, in a loving family kind of way, they didn't tell me to like put the stock of the gun like right up against my shoulder and oh. hold it tight. I had it off just a little bit, like kind of loose. So when it kicked, yeah. it it had some movement and hit me in the chest, and that's what uh -huh. hurt. And so after after that first shot, I was like, this sucks. I'm not doing this. So I took a, a towel and rolled it up and shoved it under my T-shirt so I had some cushion. Um, and then my brother-in-law was like, I'm man enough. I don't need something like that. And my father-in-law goes, that's a great idea. I'm doing that too. So when we went shooting skeet, J my, my father-in-law and I are like, eh, we're good to go. And JP couldn't lift his hand over his, like he couldn't raise his hand if he wanted to. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Um, anyway. Poor kid. Yeah. Um. I also thought it was kind of funny. Speaking of guns and ammo, um, and and I think you've, if you've listened to the show enough, I I'm, I kind of know a, a little bit about guns and things. Yeah, you're a bird. Um, no, I'm not a prepper, but I knew I do know my firearms fairly well. I've shot a fair amount of firearms myself, but um, glad you said you've shot firearms. Yes, that makes me feel better. Um, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I thought it was a weird <laughs> thing that she. Reba even makes the reference to the fact that like some of the guns don't have enough firepower, so you have to use. But then she gives him an Uzi, and I'm like, the whole purpose of an Uzi is just to put a lot of lead in the air. But spray it. Yeah, yeah. It's a small caliber bullet. So again, whatever. It's for just, the look. It's just my brain. Yeah. Well, it's also I think a, a joke because the the license plate on the front of their Jeep truck, the the old one that the that Bert and Ernie drive, not Bert and yeah. Ernie. Um, Val and E, whatever his name was, Fred Ward. It says Uzi something, Uzi for you or something like that. Like that's the license plate. So maybe that's why they did it. Um, who does that stupid kid belong to? Oh, um, that's one way to get a girl out of her pants. There you go. <laughs> Just have uh, some barbed wire on her legs, and uh, there you go. 
At least she got her out of her mom jeans that she was wearing. I know, but then like right back in them or, or in something else. I don't know. I'm not sure how she got pants again. I don't remember seeing that. She had a pair in a pocket. Oh. <laughs> it, was in her, it was in her backpack or something. They had some at food and stuff. There what, you go. Yeah. yeah. yeah they had and them. postal, post office. Yeah. Yeah. Food stuff, post office. Yep. I like that old man. I forgot his name. He's, Wong. He was, he's our, he, yeah, he's our guy from, what's it called? Oh, sure. Uh, little little house in Chinatown. Three ninjas. No, no. He, uh, you're right. He is in uh, big trouble in Little China. He is, Thank you. He is in yeah. Three Ninjas. He is the master that teaches the three. We use him all the time, every punks. single show. What? He's the guy that says, "And now for something new." Or oh my gosh, that's or, right. That he's uh. And now for some more bad news. Ready? I totally there forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I wish, <laughs> I wish I had more quotes from him than from the movie. I didn't. I only got the uh, for the intro. Maybe I'll capture that out. He's great. Oh, uh, did he see? die? Oh yeah, he passed away in two thousand one. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, he was great. Well, I mean, he, he was. What's his IMDb photo? He looks like a member of the clan. What is this? <laughs> He's some kind of monk or something happening. I'm not sure what it's from. Uh, oh, oh, it's from sorry, the Golden I blew Child. Blew it up. I can see it better now. <laughs> it's from the Golden Child. That's that Eddie Murphy business. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I can't back out of it. What's happening? Okay. That was weird. They wouldn't let me <laughs> once, leave his picture. Once they have you, they never let go. I mean, seriously. <laughs> You've been graboid by Mr. Chang. Well, the, so the four movies it? he's known for are, are very much because of his Asian descent. The Last oh, yes. Emperor, Seven Years in Tibet, Big Trouble Little China, Three Ninjas. Uh, and How three many? ninjas, he's just known as Grandpa. What? <laughs> Nothing. No. Just being stupid. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm looking at some of his other things he's done. Anyway, ooh, Prince of Darkness. Ooh, he was in something called American Playhouse. I'm not sure I want to know what that is. That's Year, uh, Year of the Dragon. That looks kind of cool. That was the European version of Pee Wee's. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Are you yep. serious? No. Oh, okay, but the fact that you both were gonna make the same joke is pretty interesting. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Okay. Anyway, um. Show notes. I uh, haven't said that in a while. Uh, and I did find it. His, his, uh, his death was, was rough. Um, did you see that super cool CB radio they had? The one you know that doesn't need power? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I, I want one of those. Yeah, there, there must be nuclear. <laughs> it's analog. It's nuclear. It's analog. have <laughs> <laughs> to crank it. Oh man, I wish that episode would have worked. I, I think we need to just if that ever if that movie ever streams again, we should just do it again. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Because um, Andrew didn't see it or didn't he wasn't a part of that episode. What is this? Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Oh yeah. Um, we, we did an episode, and I, I don't know. Did we lose the file? Yeah, it was Sean? supposed to have been our pilot episode of of Cheap Seat Reviews. It was going to be our first yeah. one, and um, there was some. Um, really awful uh, computer noise happening throughout the entire show, and I and I would That's... have been embarrassed to make that our pilot episode. Um, <laughs> I still have the root file. Um, 
<laughs> buried in my computer somewhere. I think I do. Oops. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, after the show, I might pull it out and let you listen to a little bit of it. But the the joke of the that we keep pulling out the fact is is that one I, of the we aliens do this more often than not, by the way. Yeah, the, one of the on aliens the show we, can. It's never going to air. Yeah. <laughs> the alien, inside joke that yeah. no one's going to ever get. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but one of the aliens can emit an EMP, so like it fried like the home base, and then the hero's like. Well, Gypsy Danger is analog. She's nuclear. So old, yeah. <laughs> so, like, because it's nuclear powered, that means that all of the electricity on it still works, which is not how EMP does work. So, <laughs> in a movie where giant robots are punching giant monsters, they decided to eliminate physics, um, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Uh, I still <laughs> do what? <laughs> We're reviewing P P Pacific Rim now, but I still liked it. I mean, no, oh, it's a fun movie. They're making a second one. Um, it's yeah, a apparently it, made enough money in China that it warrants a sequel. Wait, it's a beautiful movie, but it's just kind of a dumb concept. I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm kind of annoyed by it. I saw it on an airplane on the way to Europe and fell asleep watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, what? sorry. I'm I'm going through some of the other actors just to see if like I recognize them from other things, and like I'm looking at the Doctor, right? And he's known for this movie. Like this is his first you know, thing that he's known for, which is a, a shame. Um, but one of the other movies he's known Although, for. Although you know is, what? If I did a movie, I wouldn't. And I only did one movie in my lifetime. I wouldn't be too ashamed with Tremors. No, no, there's way worse things you could be associated yeah. with, like poultry geist or something like Ge that. Geely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would, um, you, would you say, oh, I was a background actor in Geely. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Well, you know, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I was, I was a red shirt on Star Trek. That would be cool, though, right? Like, wouldn't you want to be like, like, I'm the thing that got eaten by the trash can monster. You know, like, wouldn't you want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be kind of cool, right? I think that'd be kind of cool. Like, even if you're like, hey, I was a background extra in Star Wars, right? Like, oh, I, was, heck yeah. I was Stormtrooper 8 that got killed by the Ewoks. Like, what I was eight blocks away when they were doing the Battle of Endor in the studio. <laughs> right. I'd be proud of that. Right. Well, I mean, gosh, you were, what, three miles away when they were filming the entirety of Hunger Games. So Yeah. Yep. I mean, you could have farted, and that air could have dropped, wafted over, and Jennifer Lawrence could have inhaled it. You know, so she but. breathed the same oxygen. Yeah, that so. tree made after I exhaled carbon dioxide mm. and did the whole process. <laughs> in my house. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's that's fantastic. There it is. I'm just gonna keep saying it. I'm 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 in for the long haul at this point. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, I have. Oh my gosh, I never knew that. So again, as I'm as I'm um, going through the um, actors, when I mm -hmm. saw the opening credits, BB Besh, as an I, I saw the credit, I'm like that name sounds really familiar, but I didn't know what. She's the doctor's wife. And I kept uh -huh. looking at her like, she's driving me crazy. What do I know her from? She's the she's freaking Kirk's baby mama in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Really? Yeah. Cool. So she's our you know, definite Star Trek connection for this movie. Um, but that's great. Huh. Um, I didn't know that. She passed away in 96. That's a shame. 
Oh. Only at 54? That's too young. That is too young. That's way too young. Um, but yeah, she's um, Kirk's, you know, she's Kirk's son's mama, whatever. Dr. Carol Marcus. So anyway, um, they, they introduced that character in Star Trek Into Darkness, that blonde, that hot blonde. Yeah, the one they put in their her panties. Right, for that just one shot so that nerds would have something to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of annoyed at JJ for doing that. I'm glad he didn't do anything like that in Force Awakens. Just say that. Agree. Um, anyway, I was talking to somebody else about Force Awakens today, and they were like, because um, I, I mentioned something about Star Wars, and now some of my students have never seen any of them. And oh she was God. like, um, oh, and this was uh, my heart just just burned. They're young kids, though. Like, they're 20, 21 year old kids. Like, wait, 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 wait. wait. The other day, I was playing outside with my kids, mm-hmm. and I started humming the Star Wars theme. Mm-hmm. And Lucy said, "That's Star Wars, Daddy." Right. And I was like, "Lucy, when did you when did you watch Star Wars?" She goes, "I didn't, but you and Uncle Cha Cha were always talk about it." Nice. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I am. I'm raising them right." Well, I, I mean, I, Declan I, knows. Makes uh, me happy. Declan knows the Star Trek and Star Wars soundtracks respectively because I play them yeah. in the car when I drive, uh, and he has watched with me the Star Wars Rebel cartoon. So he he knows that, but again, I'm I'm a nerd and I I have the ability to influence him. So um, yeah, these kids obviously did not have parents that cared about Star Wars um, or, or their kids. Yeah, so <laughs> they didn't care about their kids. <laughs> I don't care about your future, so uh, no Star Wars for you. Yeah. Oh my kids. gosh, I saw this fantastic meme. There's that word again. Um, meme the other day, or not meme, but it was a um, it was like a Tumblr thing, right? So it says. Mm-hmm. If, um, if Doctor Who fans are called Whovians and Star Trek fans are called Trekkies and um, Lord of the Rings fans are called Ringers, what it, what are don't you think that Star Wars should have the fan base should have a name? And the person that responded said they do. It's called the Human Race. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so we have a Star Trek connection to this movie. That's great, or even fantastic. Um, <laughs> haha, wall of guns. Oh, sh- oh, oh! I had to hold on, hold on. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Because I here we go. Did you notice that in the uh, the basement attack scene? Uh, did you see what uh, Reba did? She, what uh, she did? Reba. What no, Reba did this. Rudy! I shot a guy with a flare gun. A flare gun. Cool. <laughs> she shot it with a flare gun. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, and of Which, course, go ahead. Uh, I saw that, when I saw that happen, I thought to myself, well, I didn't think of Sahara, but I thought to myself, what is a flare gun <laughs> going to do to this monster? Yeah. Other burns it. Piss it, it off. burns it. <laughs> Other than the fact that the um, when they went to the armorer, which is the guy on set who has all the firearms, and they said, "What do you got?" And he's like, "Well, I've got these five hundred guns we can do the wall with. Great. What else you got? I got a flare gun. Ha! Ah, cool. Can we shoot at this rubber snake thing? Sure. Be fine." <laughs> so I mean, like, seriously, that's probably how the conversation went. Like. All right, what guns can we shoot? Like, what ammo do you have? Well, I've got these slugs, these fake slugs for the tw- for the eight gauge, and 
I've got all this stuff for the, uh, you know, the M16 and all this, the Uzi. And I got his flare gun. <laughs> all right. We'll shoot that because we're paying for it, damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, the smart one spits out the bomb and it lands on the other bombs because we have to create some more peril. And it's actually a really cool idea to have it fall off the cliff. I thought that was actually a yeah. clever way. I, I like movies. Like, this movie didn't have a whole lot as far as budget and special effects, so they had to be kind of clever. So you, I think they were really clever, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. in terms of, of making it, I, you can't say making it look real because it, right. there's no such thing to compare it against. But I thought they did an amazing job with the, the special effects and the budget they had. Um, in the same way Sam Raimi does in Evil Dead, in terms of his budget. Mm -hmm. it, it just, it looks great. Yeah, looks great. And again, the and the hero is a, is clever, right? Like, yeah. Again, that goes back to when I was telling you guys about Jaws, right? Like the way we kill Jaws in the movie is kind of clever, right? We put this explosive thing in its mouth, and then Roy Schneider has to hit a, you know, perfect shot and blow the thing up. Like, but that's kind of clever, right? As opposed to the third one, the second one, when it just jumps out of the water and Schneider pulls up a power cord and electrocutes it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's not clever. That's just that's just dumb. Um, and for a horror film, a lot of people lived. Yeah. You, you know, know? I, I kept thinking that the uh, the one Spanish guy was going to get kicked. Right. Get killed at some point. I forgot that he actually lived. Yeah. Uh, I knew um, um, uh, the shop owner would died. Mm -hmm. And it was it's actually hilarious to watch it with no emotion. Um <laughs> And to just kind of watch his acting as he's being dragged underneath the shop. Right. And he's kind of like spazzing. Right. As he's going down. It, it's it's quite funny. It is uh, horrible, but it's quite and, funny. And here's the funny part. I, Andrew, I'll let you say your thing in a second. But like, I actually feel like the main reason why they killed him is because he's probably like, look, I'm old. I'm not going to be able to do stunts. So just <laughs> I'm okay with you if you have me die because I'm not going <laughs> to climb out onto the roof. I'm just not, you know? <laughs> What were you going to say, Andrew? <laughs> uh, well, in his, and I don't know if maybe I just saw this wrong or if it was a goof, but in his death scene, before he, I think before he was bitten or grabbed by the things, he had blood coming out of his nose. Like yeah. as he yeah. fell against the machine, the uh, Pepsi cooler, uh, which actually makes the same noise as one of my old cars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it got him in like in the leg, and he started bleeding out the nose. And I thought, yeah, what? Um, well, you've got those those aortic arteries that go down your your leg that yeah. attach to your nasal cavity. <laughs> Is that true? I didn't think that was true, but okay. I mean, you have more degrees than I do, so I'm going to assume that you're accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that no. seems that seems real. I'll go with that. <laughs> Make up people are like, look, we got some more blood. I mean, we're gonna have to use it, right? Um, sure, make him have his nose bleed. Okay. Um, but but wait, he doesn't want it on his body, or you know, he doesn't want it dripping on his shirt. So yeah, he wants sure. to keep the shirt, you know, because yeah. it's his shirt. We couldn't afford a, a wardrobe department, so uh, <laughs> tropes. I wrote paper, rock, scissors solves everything. Um, I thought that was gonna be a gag, like Fred Ward always wins because he knows. Kevin Bacon. He knows tell. what he's going to pick, or yeah. yeah. I thought that was going to be a gag, but it never was. Um, dude, lo uh, looking for girl, finds one. You know, he's like, 
He's always looking for the right one. And then, of course, the only female that possibly could be a physical match to him comes along and then is so. Um, don't worry. If you've seen the second one, Fred Ward finds his girl in that one. Oh, um, good for him. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, there's some more tropes. The kid was a trope. Um, crazy gun people is a trope. Um, yeah. Survivalist. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're 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 oh, the crazy gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's just a, a ra- trope wrapped in a trope, I guess. Really. Um, I, I I was looking for our hopping man, but I couldn't really find one in this movie. Not really. Um, yeah, no, you're right. So, um, yeah, you ready for some clips? Let's do Lord it. ready. All right, here we go. 300 head going hell bent for the horizon. Now, exactly how many cows are required for a stampede, Earl? I mean, is it like three or more? Is, is there a minimum to be? I wish I'd stampede up your ass. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That sounds uncomfortable. Real, real fast there. Yeah. A little bit Champ. of trivia. Go ahead. Because um, I didn't yeah, capture sorry. much because there wasn't much trivia to be had. Well, and I don't know that this is, I mean, possibly. One of the reasons that they are talking about stampede or stampedes is because the uh, stampede entertainment was the official site of the film. Uh, as, what, as far as the details listed on uh, IMDb. Oh, well. I don't know. All right. I'll go with it. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> this this is how uh, Sam describes uh, how he likes to have his uh, his chicken dinner. Um, winner, winner? His, his chicken. You will have long blonde hair, big green eyes, world-class breasts, ass that won't quit, and legs that go all the way up. Sam likes his legs. What exactly is an what is an ass that won't quit? Well, it's it's funny well, you, that, you ask. You know that was kind of like after Taco Bell the other day. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I heard that line, I'm like, oh, I've got to capture that because all of the poop jokes we can make. Um, <laughs> and frankly, the one that actually got me was the legs that go all the way. If legs went all the way, then she would have no back. Like, like her mm-hmm. ass would be at That's- her neck. And it's kind of like me. I have no ass, and I just slide out of my chairs when I sit down. <laughs> my pants don't stay up. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. That's a real shame. Um, so uh, we kind of hinted at it earlier. So this movie originally was rated R because of the language. There was like 30 or so F-bombs in the movie. Really? And then uh, the studio was like, no, we want it PG-13 because we can put it on cable TV easier and stuff like that. So they had to do a lot of overdubbing. So that's why you get stupid lines like this. What the shit? Because <laughs> no one says that. Actually, Walking Dead, Abraham <laughs> says that quite a bit. Well, it's because he can't <laughs> say what the F. That's yeah. True. yeah. Again, that's the reason why. Um, there's a lot of that, you know... Something, something, mother, flubber, whatever. It's the same reason. <laughs> a lot of that stuff happened. Um, uh, this happened. I found the ass in! There you go. 
So, <laughs> I, I think I might keep that for some reason. I don't know. I found the ass in. There we go. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> I I I captured this one just because it made me laugh out loud when I was watching this in my office. Um, so uh, just here we go. It senses seismic vibration. It can hear. Okay, first of all, can we agree that though kind of cute, she's a terrible actress. Oh, absolutely. I Not she to awful. mention she was a. Not a proctologist. What is it with the... A, the ge a way geologist? Yes, yeah, she studies the buttholes <laughs> yeah, of the earth. She, uh, she, she studies... Um, I found the ass in! That's what she studies. Yeah, but but she does not study animal... She's a geologist. Yeah, she's yeah a geologist. she is not... She is rocks. She is not people. Rocks for jocks, right. Right? Yeah. So all of a sudden she's an expert in these graboids. Yeah, yeah. She was like a botanist, not a botanist. She was like a biologist or an animalist or something. This, this well, is, that's this, what. Uh, this is our that's Central what, uh, Africa. Earl moment. kept saying. Right. Well, it was funny because he kept asking her questions. She's like, "Why do you keep asking me questions?" You know, like, "Well, you're the smart one." Okay, anyway, here we go. This was funny. It senses seismic vibration. It can hear every move we make, especially on this rock. It's a perfect conductor. That means we're stuck. That pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have this forever. That pisses me off. There we go. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. All right. So speaking of the Mexican, right? This is some okay. of the worst voiceover I have ever heard. And it you want to talk about throwing me out of a movie? Uh, you know, when you're like, oh, that pulled me out of the movie? Yeah. Underground worms? Totally fine with. The earth looking like carpet with dirt pulled over it, fine. But this stuff, oh my gosh, this is awful. So I got a little bit of the uh, lady talking. So you can hear what it sounds like to talk in a room full of people in wood. And then the Mexican talks in a studio. Listen. That's the slightest vibration through the ground, even footsteps. That's how they hunt. Hey, so like we don't vibrate, right? It's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Oh my kind of God. felt like I was watching a Cheech and Chong movie. Yeah, oh. I was. About, I was about to say they should have had a Cheech uh, moment there. God, it's so bad. Awesome. <laughs> Just one more time. Through the ground, even footsteps. That's how they hunt. Hey, so like we don't vibrate, right? <laughs> hey, I'm in a different hey, place. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, this was funny. <laughs> Hey, give me a gun, I'll take one. I wouldn't give you a gun if it was World War Three. Well, yeah, you're right. I and then he gave him that empty gun later, which we all saw coming. And then he kid got pissed. He's like, man, I'm not getting you any gun, a loaded gun. I don't blame you. And this uh, also made me laugh out loud just because of the, the delivery, right? Uh, as soon as I hit the button to play. Confused that. Cannon fuse. What the hell are you using for? A cannon. <laughs> Just like that. All right. Um, are you ready, Mr. Wong? Okay. And now for some more bad news. Ready? You died in this movie. Um, S.S. Wilson, uh, who is the, I guess, the writer uh, for, yeah, the writer of this, said that he got the idea for the film while he was working for the U.S. Navy in the California desert, which sounds weird. But anyway... While resting on a rock, he imagined what it would be like if something underground kept him from getting off the rock. Um, and then, I already told you the one about the F-bombs, and then, although Tremors 
was not a big hit during its theatrical run, the film became a runaway smash in home video market and ultimately tripled its original box office gross with VH sales and rentals. So, wow. I mean, so it made in the movie theaters box office, it made 16 million, right? Which isn't, you know, it's not really great. Uh, it made worldwide 48 million, right? So, 50 million dollars. So, in okay. video rental, we're saying it made 150 million dollars. Like, wow. that's yeah. fantastic. Haha. <laughs> so, good for them. And, um, and hence, it has spawned. Six now? Five, yeah, five. Sequels? Five, five sequels? Or four sequels, yeah, five five yeah. total. Um, that's it. That's all I have for that. Um, so let's just pretend we'll play our, our quick game um, of our recasting game. Who, how do you, uh, so we're going to make this movie in 2016 uh, with, <sighs> with graphics <sighs> and cool worm CGI and, and stuff like that, right? So I don't want it that way, though. You know, I want, I want. Um, okay, so the guy, the, the that, new Star Wars treatment, where they're they're, I was, how about, they're real how about, things, um, which I still need to see. Don't hate me, but how about? Um, Wait, you, Mad you Max. Didn't see the new Star Wars? No, I no, I've seen. I saw that with you in the theater. Um, so say, were you blind? No, I, I no, I love that movie. I have the Blu-ray. I have, I have it on digital download. Um, yeah. Okay. No, no, uh, I meant um, what's it called? I was about Mad to punch Max. You through this microphone. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, and I need stuff. to. And most of that movie was done practical effects. So we get the director of yes. that movie to direct the new Tremors movie, huh. right? And the graboids are giant and whatever, and and scary and whatever. And they can use still. You can use a lot of practical effects and whatever. So who is our who is our star? Then Bruce who's, Campbell. Who, he's way too Bruce. old. He can yeah. be like he can be the general store manager. Oh, I mean, you know, like, all right, baby, I got your shotgun right here. You know, I mean, he's too old to be anything else. Um, of course, now that I said Fury Road, it makes me think that the um, the Fury Road actor, um, um, crap, what's his name? Fury. Fury Road. Tom right. Hardy. Tom Hardy should be. The, Greg uh, Hardy. Uh, no, no. Tom no. Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy should be the. Uh, Kevin Bacon character. Yeah, I don't uh, know if he could pull off. Yeah, campy. No, you're right. Well, I mean, my my thinking is is you don't make this campy. You make this serious. Like we make it a hard R horror film. Oh, yeah. okay. Like when they well, remade that changes things. A yeah, bit. like when they remade yeah. Evil Dead. Like they turned it into a legitimate horror film. And I've not seen it, but people that have watched it says it's genuinely scary. Which is not what the first one is, right? The first one is campy yeah. and kind of goofy and whatever. So I think you make, right? I mean, don't you think? If you're going to do, if you're going to get the director of Fury Road, you make this hard R, violent, F bomby, whatever, right? Legitimate yeah. horror film. Yeah. Um, okay. I still don't know if I do Tom Hardy. Who, who's the Kevin Bacon? Um, um, you got to have somebody with. I don't know, that can handle being the hero, but being stupid. But not, not stupid, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you, still, you can still have him be the kind of a little bit of the class clown, because a little bit of the comic relief at the beginning of the movie before things get too yeah. serious. You can do that. Uh, maybe like, um, what's his face? Um, <laughs> uh, not Bradley Cooper, who am I thinking of? Um, James Vanderbeek. What? No, get out of here. 
Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I th- who am I thinking of? Crap, I can't think of his name. I don't know. Uh, old well, man. What did you play? I'm trying to think who I'm even thinking of. Like I, I thought I had somebody, and then you said Vanderbeek, and now my brain is all screwed up. Malcolm Reynolds. Nathan Fillion? I mean, he could there make him. Actually, Nathan Fillion could be a prepper. He can be the prepper. Yeah. Get him and just, I don't know, uh, get him think, and uh, get him in Faith Hill. Let's keep the country singer lady thing going. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I think uh, Josh Brolin would be a good Earl. There you oh, go. Yeah, there okay, you go. I'd take that. All right. Um, actually, I kind of like the idea of campy because then, like, it would be even more fun if, like, you did the fish out of water trope, right? Like, so you got your Brolin dude is your hard grizzled whatever, and you got this new kid who, who's just looking for work and, like, Chris Pine. Yeah, you could do Chris Pine. That would work. I was actually thinking like, um, like even younger, you know, like just straight out of college kind of a thing. And like, this is like, he's working for the national geological society or he's like a, you know what? He's a, he's like a young kid that doesn't Michael Sarah. <laughs> I think we've just made this a completely different movie. Yeah. That's definitely I've different. Just made it an awesome movie. I know, all right. I'm in. Let's do it. We'll get, that uh, is the best movie I've heard. We'll get Tim Burton time. to uh, do the soundtrack, and we'll go on. From there. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of soundtrack, I thought this soundtrack was better than the movie deserves. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, um, and Catherine like- Zeta-Jones could be the uh, the um, Latin American love interest. Okay, sure. She can play Latin American. Clearly, she's yeah. done it before. Um, though, being herself not Latin American, it's fine. Um, what did we learn? We learned that grab boys are dangerous. I don't know. Yeah, um, don't step on the dirt. Yeah, uh, it's ever. basically a big game of the floor is lava. <laughs> right when you're a kid. Yeah. Uh, can we, here we go. Can we talk about pole vaulting to oh. residual rocks? <laughs> uh, sure. Which the word residual rocks or boulders or whatever pissed me off. Yeah. I know. I know you're a geologist, but come on. We can we can pole vault pole vault to the residual boulders. Yep, come on, just say the rocks or just the boulders. She residual. She come did on. that. She did that again when she was like, "Oh, it lives in the poly derbysanken fingin flagon," and they all look at her. She goes, "Dirt. It lives in the dirt." Like, well, don't be a douche and have to flaunt your. You know what I'm saying? It's just so dumb. But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> But now, now she is a geologist, so I could understand her. Yeah, but I mean, like, we like, like Andrew's a band director, right? So it's not like when someone, like when he when he's listening to the radio with some of his non music friends, Andrew goes, "Up, oh, that F sharp was a little minor or a little flat or something." They don't like no one's. He's not going to say that because they're all going to look at him and go, "What?" And he's going to go, yeah. "Chad does." <laughs> But he does it to I you did. guys. Sorry, Chad did. Oh, <laughs> may he rest in peace. Um, rest his soul. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I pull out technical jargon, but only when I'm talking to my students who need to know the phrases and words and things like that. I don't say mic cable. I say XLR because they need to know what that is because that's the profession that they're currently in. 
You know, it's it's I don't do it in public to strangers. So anyway, uh, it's fine. Um, uh, what was I gonna do? Oh, here we go. And with that whole pole vaulting thing, I was actually going to try to make some kind of distasteful joke about that's not the first time she's had experience with a pole or something like that. But, <laughs> but I didn't. I stayed classy. I, 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 I approve of your restraint. <laughs> Thank you. Top three. We decided to do movies with singers, right? Reba was in this. This was her first foray into acting. She would later go on and have her own little sitcom called Reba, which was actually kind of okay and had a really hot girl in it for a while. Um, her name was oh, Cheyenne yeah, in, the, in the, I forgot her real name, but her name was Cheyenne in the, uh, in the TV show. She Cheyenne. Would, she That's would, a good stripper name. Yeah. Well, yeah. She gets pregnant in high school in the, in the TV show. So whatever. But she goes on to play Ariel in the Once Upon a Time TV show. Oh. Um. Did not know that. Yeah. She's, she's, she's quite attractive. I'm a, I'm a big fan. What is her real name? Her real name is something. Uh, Joanna Garcia Swisher is her real name. Oh, so she's Spanish too? Swisher. What? Um, I mean, maybe. I don't know. She was born in Florida. Um, I'm just south of the border. <laughs> you mean... Anytime you get lower than, than North Carolina, you kind of, you know, <laughs> lose all kind of... Yeah? ...of mental capabilities. Nice. So basically what you're saying is because yeah. I moved to South Carolina... She is of no. Cuban descent. Good job, Sam. You got one right. <laughs> Her husband is Nick Swisher? Wait, that sounds familiar. Is it of the Swisher brothers? Really? Um, yeah, he's a he's a um isn't he like a baseball player or something? I don't know. Like weird. Hold on. Yeah, he's a New York Yankees outfielder. Yeah, okay, that's what he was. Uh, oh, wait a minute. He's signed a four-year contract with the Cleveland Indians. He's currently in the World Series right now. Good so you got, a, you got a hot wife. They were losing and, tonight one last time I saw. Well, whatever. Uh, no, wait. I Go lied. Cubs. In, hold on. Go Cubs. No, wait. Yes. In February of 2000 and... It was beat at my 20s. And yeah, February of 2013, signed a four-year contract with Cleveland Indians. Good for him. He's got a hot wife, and he's in the World Series. I mean, just good on you. Um... Yeah, same. You should really Google her, Sam. You'd, you'd, you'd appreciate her. I, I think that's illegal. <laughs> Not in North Carolina. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I actually learned. I had to. So, okay, side side story here. Seriously, though. Uh, now living in South Carolina, as I do, um, uh, I learned that it is illegal for anyone over the age of 16 to wear a mask or anything that covers your face, including makeup. That what? could construe your face yeah so you a, can't you can't be a scary clown anymore no no not that I oh ever, no ever would but like what are you gonna do in your free time the uh like the like the um like he was really popular was like the mask from v from vendetta whatever his name was the masked man whatever like yeah like you can't wear that ever at all if you're over the age of 16 so uh -huh. so while looking when someone told me that i couldn't believe it so i looked it up and i found a nice long list of other really dumb south carolina laws and it is illegal to give the uh, the uh, the oral in South Carolina. So really, yeah, huh. it is illegal. So anyway, 
Just wanted to throw that out there for you, uh, people. Anyway, so our uh, top three is uh, movies with the singers in them. And we basically said no musicals because that's cheating. Um, we also did not say how qualified or how successful the singer <laughs> needed to be. So if they ever produced yes. music that was ever reproduced in mass quantities, then that would be considered a singer. So this will be interesting to see where this goes. Andrew. Okay. I have one honorable mention mm -hmm. of most deaf in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. <laughs> or the Italian Job. Or 16 oh, yeah. Blocks. Uh, number three, mm -hmm. I have Dick Tracy with Madonna. Okay. Also the first film I saw in the theater. Hmm. Um I also have number two, The Memphis Bell with Harry Connick Jr. Oh, that's such a good movie. That's a really good yeah, World think, War II well, movie. I don't think I've seen that one. What it's is that about? It's, um, Memphis Bell. It's a, a, a B-17, I think, World War II bomber. And yeah. they're doing a, a, a bombing run over Germany. And it's about this specific, particular bomber. It also has our dude from um, um, The Phantom on it, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Billy Zane is on it. Uh, and a couple other actors who I can't remember, but you would recognize Sam. And yeah. on their way home, they uh, the the Germans are attacking them because and uh, they get they get shot up pretty bad. And it's about their kind of survival, limping home on like fumes and the the t the, the the gear won't lower and all this stuff. Like it's interesting, but it's all okay. based on a real thing that happened, which makes it fantastic. It's there's that word again. It's a really good movie. Is it the quiz essential? Uh... It's quiz essential. Yeah, it's the quiz essential yeah. bomber war movie survival thing. Okay, all right. It's the U five seven one of bomber movies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. And again, okay, people at home, so Sam we'll does try. know that quiz essential is not a word, but he's just doing that to be what? Funny. What are you talking about? Go ahead, Andrew. Okay. Uh, so that was number two. Number one is going to be The Shooter with Marky Mark. All right. Okay. I also wrote that one as my honorable mention, but for the Italian job, but with Marky Mark and most deaf. Okay, Sam? All right. I've got a few honorable mentions here once it pulls up on my phone. Um, I have got uh, Eminem in 8 Mile. All right. I don't know if that counts. It's kind of like a musical. No, I mean, he, I wouldn't say so. I mean, no. you call that music. I wouldn't. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and then, then I've got um, Will Smith in uh, Independence Day. All right. That's an honorable mention still? Still an honorable mention. All right. Um, then I've got, in, in terms of quality of movie, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, I've got uh, Justin Timberlake in The Social Network. Yep. That's good. Very good. Which was a, he was very good. Yes, he was. In that, I've got Dwight Yoakam uh, in Sling Blade. All right. And in uh, and he also did Panic Room. Panic Room. Yeah, he was good in that too. Yeah. But um, number one, and and it wasn't just because of this movie. It's because he's got a plethora of other ones that I've actually enjoyed the movies, minus the Transformer. Uh, Mark Wahlberg um, in The Fighter. Okay. Is, he's incredible in that movie. Right, oh, yeah, that is a good movie. Yeah. All right. Um, so those my list. How about you, Sean? Well, you you took my Independence Day with Will Smith, so I will sub <laughs> that out 
with you're gonna, don't you dare put uh, Wild Wild West. Oh no, God no! That's a terrible, terrible movie, and Will okay. Smith is ashamed to have done it. Um, no, I'm gonna sub Independence Day for Will Smith out with Anaconda with J Lo and Ice Cube. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although with Will Smith, I would have given you uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Well, there's, there's other fine movies that he has done. Okay. I mean, I, I would have done. I'm Legend. Yeah. Yeah, I would have actually probably done I Robot or Bad Boys Two. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I love both of those movies. Um, but because you picked the actor, I'm or singer. I'm oh, okay. switching him out. Sorry. That's that. No, that's fine. So that's why I'm switching in Anaconda. I'm going to my uh, my my bench because uh, my other. Um, Honorable mentions would be uh, The Blind Side with Tim McGraw and Just Go With It for Dave Matthews. So there you go. My uh-huh. uh, So my number three will be Anaconda with J-Lo and Ice Cube. My number two will be, here's where I said it doesn't matter for quality. Oh, God. Star Trek with William Shatner. Oh, <laughs> man. His singing oh. career is hot garbage. You should just look it up, some of the stuff he's done. It is terrible and funny. It's like like an accident on the side of the road where you just have to keep looking at it kind of a thing. It's really bad. And my number one would be Die Hard with Bruce Willis, who also had a musical <laughs> career, and it was also nice. terrible. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. So. I wish like Jeff Goldblum had an album out, but, uh, <laughs> figured out a no. way to get dressed. Joe, Joe Pesci actually does. Yeah, yeah. What really? I don't no, know. I'm serious. It's it was when he was younger, um, like a child, maybe, and it's called like Little Joe sings the blues or little something like that. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're just making this up completely? No, no, no. Look it up. Look it up. I am. I am. It's a real thing. <laughs> oh my God! In the mid '60s, he released a record under the stage name Joe Ritchie titled. Little Joe sure can sing. Yeah, there's a call. And was sure also playing guitar with several bands, including Joey D and the Starlighters. He even joined with friend Frank Vincent for a vaudeville-style comedy act, but let with limited success. Wow. Well, good for him. Um, there you go. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Willis even showed off his vocal, uh, you know, prowess in that really bad Hudson Hawk movie that he did. So oh. he even sings in the movie. It's a bad movie, but it's fine. Uh, that's cool. it. That's gonna do it. No email this week, which is fine. Um, that's sad. I did get a couple of like Facebook, Twitter things where people are like, "Hey, I like that movie." We hate you. No, nothing yeah, like that. What he actually means by "that's fine" is he's really pissed off that there's not an email. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like your wife saying, whatever, I'm okay. Yeah, or or it's the, uh, hey, what's wrong, dear? Nothing. Oh, I'm in trouble. Um, actually, here's kind of a funny thing with that. I don't know what we were watching or listening or doing. What were we doing? Sarah was reading something, and it was like, you were doing. no, 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 it was like, oh, okay. it was like secrets or something that women should know about men or something. And one of them was when... A man asks what's wrong, and you either don't respond or you just say nothing, like nothing, I'm fine. We inherently believe it's our fault. And that's why oh, yeah. we, we press and we keep asking stuff, because we're trying not to be the reason why they're upset. And she looked at me, and she's like, is that real? And I said, absolutely. I mean, 
if if I say, hey, what's wrong? And you say, nothing, I'm fine. Then I know you're pissed at me. She says, oh, wow, I never knew that. I just, sometimes I'm just r- frustrated and I just don't want to talk about it. I'm like, well, huh. when you do that, you need to say that. But because we think it's about, we think it's our fault. So anyway. it usually is. I mean, it usually is. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm yeah. saying it usually is our fault, or at least my fault. Um, anyway. Uh, wait, hold on. No, okay, never mind. I was saying, I looked over at my clips board, and I was like, wait, the A-Team theme. Did we have a montage? But Did we have a montage? I don't think we did. Getting guns, maybe? It wasn't really a montage. It just They didn't talk for a while. Anyway, it's fine. Um, out of 10, it's time for that part of the show. Out of 10, you, we rank this movie from a 1 being rubber and a 10 being um, diehard. So, um, I guess i got to fill this part in. Andrew. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with a... I don't know. I enjoyed the movie... And it's it's kind of fun to watch in some places, but it's not it's not well done <laughs> throughout, and it's not well acted. Um, I'm gonna give this a five point seven eight. Okay, and I'm gonna say something that might be a little controversial. Controversial. I don't think Kevin Bacon did all that good of a job in this movie. I um, agree. No, yeah. Uh, I I wonder how many one takes this was. To tell you the truth. Yeah, mainly just because of budget. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't think he was particularly good in it, but that's fine. Uh, uh, Corny, Corny's not here. Um, Sam, um, I in, I enjoyed this despite the bad acting, despite the problems that we have talked about uh, in here, and I'm going to give this a uh, let's give this seven exploding worms out of ten. All right. I'd watch it again if it was on right now. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm gonna uh, kind of land somewhere in between there. Um, I think it's, I have a fun. You know, it's not a great movie, but it's fun and it's good and it has mm-hmm. it kept my attention. Again, other than that bad VO work, I was in. I was having a good time. I was laughing and kind of you know whatever. So, I mean, truly, huh. nothing in this movie that pisses me off. I mean, nothing did. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it a good. Six point two one because it's a weird number, um, and it makes our math look fun. Uh, there you go. Uh, sorry, uh, I'm writing the name of the episode, uh, <laughs> so I won't forget <laughs> come Friday when I actually post this. Uh, that's gonna do it for us. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Um, get the f out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh. Uh, what are we doing next week? Next week we are doing so that ends our run of October movies, and that was fun. Um, I'm, I'm glad I'm, we ended on a fun note. I'm gonna say this: this October was significantly better than last October. Just gonna say it. Um, I did not enjoy last October at all. <laughs> and um, what was last October? Oh, do we do we do you want me to remind you of how bad yeah. last October was? Uh, what was last October? If I can find my... Because I know we did... My dealio here. Hang in there. I'll get you. Was last October... I thought we did... Um, okay, Tucker so Dale. last... Tucker and Dale. Yeah, so last... Uh, no, no. That was two... That was the first October. Yeah. Have we been doing this for three years? Yeah, yeah. So, well, three Octobers. 
So a fantastic fear of everything was the first one. Okay. Then Zombievers. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Then Saw. And then the Which a- was okay. And then the ABCs of Death. Oh that yeah, oh, that was not God, good. That was terrible. Yeah. That was not good. So Saw was the only one that was worth watching of yeah. the four. And sorry, Simon Pegg, but a fantastic fear of everything was not very good. Especially no. after coming off having just watched Hot Fuzz, which was amazing. Yes. Um, so that was last October. So with that being said, The Exorcist and Jaws, though in fairness, two of our four movies were Oscar-nominated movies with Event Horizon and Tremors rounding it out, was a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. yeah. um, I am glad we did that. Next week, however, we're going to do something a little different. We're doing oh, something dear. called, this was a listener request by Samantha. Uh, this is The Curse of Sleeping Beauty. I assume it's still streaming. I haven't checked it in a while. but um, yeah, The Curse of Sleeping Beauty. So I know nothing yeah. about this movie except that a listener requested it. and I'm sure it has something to do with Sleeping Beauty. And we're all whores. We'll do whatever people request us to do. So um, yep. I'm just going to make sure right now it's still on here while I got you. The Curse I'm of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, it. It's here. Oh, okay. Um, a man having a recurring nightmare about a beautiful sleeping girl he must awaken with a kiss inherits a decaying mansion from his mysterious uncle. Okay, whatever. Um, okay, yeah, it's considered classified horror movie. Oh dear. So we will continue a little extended October at least one week. Yeah, just a little bit into the um, because technically we tape on Tuesday or Wednesday nights. And Halloween is on the thirty first, which is a Monday. Yeah, so I mean, really, we, would, we would still be in. We would be in November by the time we physically record. Yeah. but that's fine. Um, yeah. If you got a good uh, Thanksgiving themed movie you want us to do, then uh, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll do it. Because right now we're not really slated to do any kind of. I mean, right, right now the movie oh. that would be for Thanksgiving would be Blade Two. So <laughs> I have a great Thanksgiving movie. All right, well then um, it's about uh, it's about we are not Americans. doing we are not doing Thanksgiving. No, it's it's called Bone, Bone Tomahawk. Tomahawk. I want to see Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> okay, it's not streaming though, is it? Then we, I don't know. We haven't, I haven't checked lately. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so next <laughs> oh, week. Next week is uh, The Curse of Sleeping Beauty. So look for that in the stores near you. In the meantime, um, oh, before I hit the music, which I already did, stop. Get what you pay for. Damn it. Crap, I just didn't mean to do that. What is happening, computer? Oh, Bone Tomahawk is on Amazon Prime streaming. Woohoo. Okay. Um,. Uh, so we, I normally, I have in my notes here to ask the question: Has you, are you guys watching anything? And I haven't asked that question in a few weeks. I, and I know it's really late, guys, and I'm sorry. But uh, real quick, I watched The Equalizer this weekend, and I loved it. It was great with uh, oh, yeah. the Denzel. Um, I mean, it, it it reminds me of Law Abiding Citizen a little bit, but <laughs> I didn't care. It was good. Now the first like f- Sam, have you seen it? Uh. Uh-uh. All right. Watch it on like DVD or video or whatever. I watched it on FX and so it's kind of edited, which is whatever. But I want to watch the unedited version. But um, I really had a good time with it. But I will say this if you do watch it, the first about 30 minutes of the movie is just exposition. Like nothing mm-hmm. happens until about a good 30, 35 minutes into the movie. So mm-hmm. 
just be prepared for a lot of groundwork of the characters. It okay. just it just takes a while. But then once you get there, you're in. You know, um, so um, Yeah, I've been watching um Westworld. Oh, dude. We'll talk off air. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> I haven't seen the fourth episode yet, but I we'll, the first three episodes have me hooked. We'll talk off air. Um in the meantime, that's it. Okay. Andrew, you watch anything? Uh, I've been watching all the uh, CW hero shows yeah. and uh, Fox uh, Gotham, mm-hmm. and uh, I just did now did Gotham yeah. ever get better? Because I, I, I love Gotham. I think it's great. Tired of it? Mm. No, I think Gotham's great. The uh, the backstories are are not at all what they don't follow the comic books at all. Yeah. But uh, I I'm enjoying watching it. Um, but I did just see X Men Apocalypse two days ago for finally. And I have purchased the last Star Trek, but I have not watched it yet. Oh, okay. oh good. Yeah, just let me know how you feel. Yeah, I, um, I haven't seen that last one yet either. Um, I, uh, my Trek opinion, it probably is invalid. <laughs> uh, my my <laughs> Trek opinion is that is significantly better, and I mean significantly better than Into Darkness. And really? oh, I need okay. to watch it again. Because I really, really liked the 09 Star Trek, but um, there, uh, other than a couple of things, I think it might be better than the 09 Trek. I mean, again, I, I loved that version. Um, but I want your honest opinion, and, and really the only thing that I had issue with in the whole movie, truly, is there's some bad CGI work happening. Uh, um, there's, really? a couple, there's a couple of moments where, and I want to see if you pick up on it, because I did in the theater, and because I, but again, I'm watching it in IMAX, um, uh, 3D. But a couple times I'm like, dude, this is almost a 200 million dollar movie with ILM. This is a, this is unacceptable, you know. Anyway, um, okay, I'm gonna hit the button now. So there you go, and you can't stop me. And the computer can stop me because now it's it's frozen. <laughs> there we go. All right, damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Um, well fix the whole thing in post. Um, I'll just add a little bit of talent to the show. Just kidding. Um, that's going to do it for us. Leave us a review on iTunes and where else you find your podcasts. Um, I'm still not sure if we're on Google Play or not. I think we are, but no one with an Android device can tell me if we are or not, and I don't know how to operate those things because they keep blowing up. So, um, so, But leave us a review at least on iTunes and Stitcher and whatever else. Uh, that That's very much appreciated. Visit our website, CheapSuitReviews.com. Um, uh, Sam will one day update it. I'm just teasing. Um, sorry, Sam. Well, I hope so. uh, Hopefully one day I can get this thing done. Facebook.com slash CheapSuitReviews. Uh, and follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. Um, and please send us your emails, CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. We will read them and hold them and love them and cross them. Um, that's going to do it for us, guys. That was a lot of fun. And next week, Curse of the Sleeping Beauty, or of Sleeping Beauty, I guess. It's not the Sleeping Beauty, but who knows. Um, yeah, that's it. That's going to do it. So uh, on behalf of Corny, who was not here and we missed him greatly, I hope he's made it home safely, uh, Andrew and Sam, my name is Sean, saying thank you for listening. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, and we'll see you next time.